Welcome to part two of the New Yorker's anniversary double issue for February 15th and 22nd, 2010. There are five articles this week. Susan Orlean reports on the resurgence of using mules in the military. Then, Roger Angel remembers the unique role a New Yorker staff member played in the history of World War II. After that, James Wood reviews two new novels that deal intelligently with the implications of the recent recession. And in the current cinema, David Demby reviews The Red Riding Trilogy, a three-part, five-hour movie that originally aired on British television to rave reviews. But first, it's the talk of the town. In A Thousand Days, Mark Singer writes about one sailor's attempt to replicate an astronaut's experience during a trip to Mars. While cooking lunch one day a year ago, Reed Stowe, a not-quite-discovered artist who had a place on the West Side but always traveled a lot, was unexpectedly interrupted. One moment he was serenely simmering rice and lentils atop a gas stove, and the next he was hurtling across the kitchen. He heard a noise that sounded like jet engines revving and train horns blaring, and he noticed that his back hurt, his head hurt, his left elbow really hurt, and he was completely drenched, as if his whole body had been submerged, which it had. At the time, he was roughly halfway between Tierra del Fuego and Buenos Aires, though he was some 900 miles from terra firma. It was day 658 of the Mars Ocean Odyssey, his attempt to sail his 70-foot schooner, the Anne, non-stop for a thousand days, along the way replicating the likely physical, psychological, and spiritual experiences of astronauts on a round trip to Mars. Even if the Anne hadn't capsized, day 658 would have been memorable, as it also happened to be the day Stowe broke the world record for the longest non-stop ocean voyage. After the boat righted itself, exactly as it was designed to do when he began building it in the late 70s, he realized that a rogue wave had rolled it more than 90 degrees, judging by the rice and lentils decorating the ceiling of the galley. Still, under the circumstances, his stay-stale boom had broken, the stay-stale itself had shredded, his body had slammed into a wall of the galley, he managed to do a quick inventory of all the things that hadn't gone wrong. An extremely fit 57-year-old daily yoga practitioner he had no lacerations or fractures. Nothing had washed overboard. The main mast and foremast and riggings had held up. Two of the boat's ten solar panels were askew, but remained intact. Below deck, the electronic equipment was fine and the motor room was dry.